Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. There they have over 180,000 downloadable titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. For you, the listeners of Talk Direction Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. This week, we will be recommending you check out One Direction, Who We Are, our official autobiography, which is a book narrated by the boys themselves. So if you want to hear about their lives from before X Factor and through their journey of being in the band, this is a great option. Or, if you simply love the sound of Harold's voice to fall asleep to, check out One Direction, Who We Are, our official autobiography. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash talkdirection for your free audiobook. Welcome to episode 38 of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 38th episode of Talk Direction, um, which is cool because it's almost 40. So I was just thinking about that. I feel like we've we've been in the 30s for like so long, but obviously it's just normal, but I just feel like that. Um, So, So you know, the 40s. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to start off by saying I am so stressed right now with school. Oh, me too, my friend. Oh, God. It is like, I don't know if everyone, our listeners are like going through a tough time. I think like just this time in school, whether you're in high school or in in college or whatever, it's like super stressful just because like spring breaks are coming up for wherever you are and things get like you have exams and tests and projects and all these types of things, papers, so... Ooh, I just need to breathe. Um, but yeah, yes. And eat lots of ice cream. Yeah, definitely. I <laughs> have two Ben and Jerry's in my freezer right now because <laughs> it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, but we actually did a bonus episode this past week. It was released a couple days ago where we gave advice about different things. And school was a big one. School and college and high school and classes and all that. And we definitely talked about like the stress of it and how to have that like balance of um, school work and social life. So if you guys are feeling stressed, that would be a good way to handle it. We also talked about mental health, which is super important, especially around times like this and boys, because why not? Um, (laughs) so definitely check that out if you haven't heard our bonus episode. Um, People have been like so nice about it and it's like just, it really seriously, like especially like getting, cause like we're both so stressed and like having like hard days and like getting like a nice message on Twitter or just like a nice email, just like honestly like makes my day and it just like seriously just makes me so much happier and makes like this kind of like stress just like so much more bearable. Yeah. So like thanks for everyone who's done that. It just like to know that people like our advice or like that we're doing this it just it's so nice I know so thank you guys for writing in and Mm -hmm. feel free to write in because we read all your messages and tweets and everything so um definitely write to us because we love getting um stuff from you guys Mm -hmm. um but today we're going to be discussing end of the day I realized that we hadn't done a song analysis just Kara and I in a really long time 
Um, I don't know when the last time just the two of us did a song analysis because we've been doing collaborations. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm excited for that. And End of the Day is one of my favorite songs. Um, So look forward to that. Um, But let's get into some awesome news stories. I think they're kind of exciting this week. Um, So the first thing that we have is Simon Cowell, who has worked closely with One Direction through the years, um, has been talking about the boys um, on break. He was interviewed, and there's actually a video to it. Um, But when asked about the boys' break, he said, Well, it was always going to come. You can't work at that level the way they did. I mean, lots of things are going to be announced over the next few months. But they were, are the nicest people to work with. Hardworking, appreciate everything, so it won't be the end. Um, so I saw this, and I didn't, I saw this like a while ago and didn't see, and by a while ago, I mean within the past week, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I didn't see a lot of people like freaking out over this until like a couple days after it had come out. But like, I immediately mm. watched the video and the, the statement, lots of things are going to be announced over the next few months. <laughs> totally like freaked me out i was like what does this mean simon what's being announced and obviously it's stuff that simon's aware of so like i don't know if he just talks with the boys or it's through simon or whatever it is um i just this is so like there's things coming and we don't know what it is how do you feel about this kara Okay, so first of all, I'm just not the biggest fan of how he said, like, you can't work at that level the way they did, and, like, saying, like, all this stuff, but it's, like, it was, I mean, not directly him, but, like, you know, under his, like, oversight that, like, he the boys had to, like, work like that, so just kind of acting like he was blameless, but, you know, um... <laughs> That's just my little qualm with that. But, um, yeah, that's so weird. I'm like, oh, our news stories now are just, like, things are going to be happening. I know. That's, like, all <laughs> we talk about. But it's exciting. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. Like, I, I feel like, you know, new things are always exciting. And I think, uh, like, it's going to make some for some great Talk Direction episodes. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm just excited to, like, see what happens. And um, just the fact that we know that there's actually going to be something announced, like, is even just exciting enough. So... Yeah, because this could really mean anything. Probably, I wouldn't yeah. say something with One Direction, like, together, but mm. individually for the boys. Like, we've had so many rumors, and we like to discuss the rumors, like, about the boys' careers, because, you know, like, to think of what they could do as as solo people, solo artists. Um, <laughs> so, like, we've had rumors about X Factor, we've had rumors of some of them doing solo stuff, projects, Liam doing things, recording songs, so, like, all of these are possibilities that might actually come to fruition in the next few months, which is just so exciting. Um, mm. So I'm just really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sort of speaking of that, um, there's been rumors about Harry's solo music. So first of all, there's a new management company called Full Stop Management that's going to be run by Jeff Azoff that is being formed, and Jeff and Harry have been friends for a really long time, and I think Jeff Azoff has worked managing One Direction, or uh, his old, the old company he worked with did at least, but, um, so there's been rumors about him working with Jeff Azoff in the future, but, um, I don't want to put too much stock in that, um, but there's also been talk about Harry doing solo music career stuff, um, which is very exciting because solo music from Harry would be incredible. And again, these are just sort of like random sources, but I think it's just fun to talk about the prospect of Harry being solo. 
Um, so one person said, Harry has been very busy putting the finishing touches to his solo career, recording new material in London and just trying out new things. It's a new chapter in his life and he wants to make sure that everything is right as he makes his next step, as he makes his next step. Harry is looking at Robbie Williams and how he achieved success outside of Take That. He's working with the best songwriters and producers, aiming for a more rockier sound that'll be a lot different than what fans expect. So, like, hearing something like this, I know it can be, like, completely, like, whatever. It's not. It could be totally untrue. Mm. Um, But I thought we could just talk about if Harry was going to be doing rockier music, if that's the direction he was going to go in. Like, how we feel about that and, like, talk about the songs that he has written before. Um, he's so... Uh, some of the recent songs he wrote, uh, at least on Made in the AM, he wrote Olivia, If I Could Fly, Walking in the Wind, and Perfect. Um, and none of those really scream rock to me at all. Um, we yeah. know that he really liked Infinity off um, Made in the AM, but again, I don't hear rock. He did mm. write Bro- Where Do Broken Hearts Go in Stockholm Syndrome for four, which are obviously more rock-influenced. So I'm just wondering how you feel about this sort of rumor that he's doing rockier stuff. Um, I could definitely see it, because, like, if I, like, imagine, like, solo Harry on stage, like, I imagine him, like, prancing around to, like, I don't know, classic rock um, influence stuff like where did broken hearts go I just feel like he was definitely in his element like I honestly just like think of like the iconic moment of him like just like dancing on Ronnie Wood like when they were performing yeah. that um and I just like I could see that but I also could see like I don't know rockier sounds like um that doesn't mean like completely 100% rock you know what I mean um mm-hmm. and obviously he has like so many different influences so um, I don't know. This is just, it's interesting to think about, but I, I could definitely see him, like, pulling a lot of influences from classic rock, and even more so than, like, what they did when they're in One Direction, because now, like, if he's, um, able to, like, be a more edgier person, like, you know, have a little more mm-hmm. edge to his music, I think he could, like, more directly pull from it, and, like, not have to, like, um, rely on the pop sound as much, so... Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure, like, what would be beneficial for him. Like, with One Direction, their albums are really eclectic in how they sound. Yeah. But, like, if he's going to put out a solo album, would he want it to be eclectic or sort of have a more focus so that, like, mm. for his first solo album, like, people, like, get to know him better and yeah. have an idea before he can just sort of throw a whole bunch of styles together. I'm not really sure. Because, like, if you look at the first One Direction album, it's very pop. And that was, yeah. like, very, like one sort of genre pop poppy rock but then like as we've gone on like four and made in the am have tons of different like sounds to it so i don't know because i love all harry styles like olivia is very different than where do broken hearts go which is different from walking in the wind so yeah yeah but like i don't want to give up the olivia sound because it's my favorite song but like (laughs) i don't know but rock but that's also like uh, um like beatles influenced and that's like you know yeah. I mean, I don't even know. Like, there's such a huge debate over, like, what genre um, Beatles are, and they've evolved over time. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was actually going back and listening to the track-by-track track for Made in the AM, and Harry, mm. while we say he talks about Infinity being one of his favorite songs, he did also say Olivia was one of his favorite songs yeah. because it did have the Beatles' influence. So, like, maybe that'll show up in solo work if he, if, in fact, he is working on solo stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. 
And I also wanted to ask, like, from Harry's, if if you were Harry, what would mm-hmm. you be doing so that, like, going into solo work to, like, sort of make that transition and not cause fans to be upset or, like, scared that One Direction isn't ending, you're, you're leaving the band? Because we know when Zayn left, um, I mean, it was in the middle of the tour, it was sort of very abrupt, like not in the same way at all if Harry was doing solo stuff during the break. But, like, how does he make that transition so that it goes smoothly and doesn't leave people upset? Oh, man. This is hard. <laughs> and I don't think there's ever, there's not going to be, like, one right answer because, like, I think, like, whatever he does, if he does solo music, there are going to be people that are upset. So, mm-hmm. like, he could literally tread as lightly as he possibly could. But, like, if he did solo stuff, people are going to be upset and just, like, assume the worst, I guess, and just, like, not be happy for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, he could always, like, promise that, like, One Direction isn't over and this is just, like, you know, because they, they said they're on, like, a, you know, indefinite break. Not indefinite, but, like, you know, like, they don't have a time period. So, like, he has time to do that and he can just say that. Um, but I don't know. I don't think there's really anything he can do to, like, 100%, like make everyone happy um except for i don't know like really underscoring that one direction um is going to come back after yeah i definitely agree and i think the position harry is in compared to zane i feel like most fans especially because i think harry is one of the most loved members of one direction um not just like not just, like, people's favorites, I mean, but, like, just generally people, I think fans really respect and and think he's, like, a good person, and I don't Mm. think that they would be, I think most people would be very supportive because they sort of understand, you know, and it's, like, at a point where it's okay to do your own project as opposed to Zane. Mm -hmm. Um, And like you said, like, say that One Direction's coming back, and I think involve the fans in the process. Don't, like, separate yourself from the fans. Really make it so that they feel like, or that we feel like we're a part of him going solo and that it's very much us that have helped him get to this point. Exactly, yeah. Like, be appreciative, and that will, like, simple things like that. Like, I remember thinking, if Zayn had only tweeted this thing, it could totally have changed Mm -hmm. my perspective. It's like, I hope Harry just... If, you know, this is all, any of the boys, whatever they do solo career-wise, um, just do it in a way that, like, makes the fans feel like they're a part of it, I guess. Yeah, and I feel like I could never see Harry, like, tweeting some of the things that Zayn has tweeted, because all his tweet, like, all of Harry's tweets are just, like, about grass or just, like, you yeah. know, like, weird things <laughs> like that. So he's not going to, like, start an out, like, an uproar over, like, some, like... <laughs> like, vague tweet, like, you know right. what I mean? So we right. can count on Harry for at least that. And Except who knows, like, maybe he's going to start some beef on Twitter, but, like, I I, <laughs> I bet $5 no, so. Plot twist, Harry, like. Oh, my God. <laughs> a horrible Twitter, what is it? Like, he tax people on Twitter. That would be that's so sad. That's never going to happen. <laughs> never. <laughs> oh, my God, what if he, like, attack people, like, um using, like, a Scrabble board to, like, spell out, like, insults? Okay, I could see that possibly happening. <laughs> Except, like, I feel like the worst he's ever said on Twitter is, like, you my friend, not my kind of pal or whatever. So, like, him spelling yeah. out, that out in, like, Scrabble, like, little tiles. Or, like, that's, like, the worst he could do. He would only be throwing shade at, like, Niall or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, I'm just, you know, in the next couple of months, according to Simon, maybe we'll hear about this, because that would be really freaking exciting. Um, and when do you mm-hmm. think the earliest we would see work from Harry? 
Like, we know Zayn left the band, and a year later, he is releasing his album. Like, exactly one year later. So, like, yeah. can we expect it coming this fall, or, like, in the winter, or next year, or anything? Do you know? Is huh. this summer, even? I don't think this... Oh, maybe, like, I... Like, when do we expect to get, like, a whole album or something? Or, like, just, like, news of it? I don't know. I guess news, or album, or just music, getting singles... Because I could see, like, this summer being, like, sort of just, like, you know, saying it's a thing that's going to happen. Or, like, I guess it's in the next couple months, which I guess summer is in the next couple months. But I could see, Hey, like, today it's 77 maybe... degrees out here, so... Are you we... kidding Actually, me? Actually, I think it's 79, possibly, <gasps> Yeah, it oh is... Oh my god, this earth needs our help. Yeah, high of 81 today. It's 79 <gasps> right now, so... Um, and that's a record for March. Uh, I was looking oh yesterday... Oh my god. Because I was putting off studying biochem and looking up high degrees of weather. Oh my god. And in New York City, the highest for today, I think March 9th, was like 65 degrees or something in like 1955. And the highest of March overall is 80 degrees, um, which was in 19 something or other. But like it was at the very end of March. So like 80 degrees at the end of March, but this is only March 9th where it's 80 degrees. So that's crazy. Um, global warming, this, people. I global warming. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'm so, like, distraught right now. How warm is it where you are? Um, it was raining all day, and it was, like, 44 degrees, which is really normal in England, so. Oh, well, it's boiling hot here. Everyone's, like, in shorts That's and disgusting. Dying. I know. And I have to stay in and study, so <laughs> I can't God. even enjoy, like, a little bit of the warmth, but... Can't even enjoy the after effects of like human destroying the earth. <laughs> exactly. Can't bask in it. Oh well. Um, anyway, let's move on to Niall coming back to the world. You know, he's reunited mm -hmm. with civilization. Um <laughs> he's been like traveling in, in a whole bunch of countries over the break with his friends, which has been really nice for him, I propose. Um, but he went back to L.A. and he saw Louis and they hung out and Louis posted a picture of Instagram of them together uh, and captioned it. Good night. Missed you, Nyler, lad. Um, <laughs> and the spaces between the exclamation marks are really weird as usual. Classic. Um, and also in the picture, he, in, in other pictures that have come out, Niall has bleached his whole hair rather than leaving yeah. like, bits of it brown, which we discussed hair on a couple episodes ago. Um, so this was interesting choice for Niall. I'm, like, shocked because I think we were all, like, kind of expecting him to go fully back to his, like, brown natural hair color, but mm -hmm. the fact that he did, like, literally the opposite and just, like, bleached his hair completely, almost, like, white, is, like, crazy to me. Yeah, it's, like, back in X Factor days. <laughs> yeah, except his, like, hair is, like, uh, like, he's really tan now. I think he's, like, well, not really tan, but, like, he's pretty tan and, like, it's very interesting. It's like, you know, gone for a circle, like when um, Liam shaved his head and like when he was younger, yeah. it's like, you know. Oh my circle, God, does man. this mean Harry's going to cut off his hair? <gasps> I hope not. Harry, no. <laughs> Could you imagine older Harry with like younger Harry hair? I don't think I would like it that much. <laughs> I mean, I'd like it any which way, but I want it to be long. Oh my God, or um, Louis with like his bowl cut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when he leaves it soft, it kind of resembles that, to be honest. Okay, fair. That's true. Um, so, yeah, Niall's back. I don't know if he's going to be disappearing again, but he went to L.A. He watched the UFC fight um, that was happening with an Irish fighter, 
and he's been playing football or soccer over there and doing different sports things. And we've talked about Niall getting more involved in sports, opening a golf management company. Um, so thus, like, his activities just show how passionate he is about different sports and getting involved. Mm. And so I'm sure um, we'll see stuff like that in the future. Um, don't know if that's one of Simon's, like, future announcements, but I don't know how much Simon would be involved in stuff like that. Yeah, and, like, the golf stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then finally this week we have Zane News. Um, the Mind of Mine, which is Zane's album that's going to be coming out in, like, two weeks, which is crazy. Um, just over two weeks. Oh my god. Yeah. Wait, whoa. I know, I realized that by the time I'm back at school, because I have spring break for two weeks, um, I'll have heard his album, which is crazy. That's so funny. My spring break starts the day that his album comes out, and it was funny because we were, like, booking flights and everything, and, like, just under my breath, I was like, Zane's album comes out that day. (laughs) My housemate was like, oh my god, Kara. (laughs) Yeah. So weird. We're definitely gonna have to do a a whole, um, a whole episode on that. Despite oh my him God. being part of One Direction, but yeah, it's still it a big be, deal. Yeah, it's gonna have to be two weeks after it comes out, though, because I'm not, I'm gonna be like off in somewhere no. in Europe. Oh. I know it's literally kind of bad timing. Yeah, it, well, we'll figure it out. Uh, we'll figure yeah. it out. Anyway, yeah. so the track list came out for his album, and there are uh, 18 songs plus the bonus songs from the Target edition. Um, And the way he decided to write the font or write the words for each song is capitalizing and not capitalizing certain letters in different words, which we talked about for It's You last week. And we sort of said, is is this going to be a trend for his whole album? And apparently it is a trend. Um, And I'm just going to go through the song titles first, and then we can talk about them or talk about specific ones. Um, we have Mind of Mind, and then in parentheses, Intro, Pillow Talk, It's You, Before, She, Drunk, Intermission, colon, Flower, Rear View, Wrong, featuring Kalani, Fool for You, uh, Borders, Z, Truth, Ayukozade, uh, <laughs> do you have a better way, or Lukazade, I think it's an L. We have no idea if it's an L or an I, to be honest. We have no way of knowing. (laughs) Exactly. Um, T.O., Blue, Bright, Like I Would, She Don't Love Me, and then the Target Edition ones are Do Something Good and Golden, which don't seem to be capitalized weirdly, but I'm not sure. So like Maybe Borders wasn't, like, I mean, not Borders, Jesus. Target Target wasn't allowing it. Yeah, they they said no way. Um... (laughs) So how do you feel about this? Some some words are all capitalized. Some have multiple in a row and up and down. I don't really know. How do you feel about it, Kara? Okay. So I saw this track listing um, on um, Instagram, and it was, like, written on someone's, like, notes on their iPhone. And, like, so I thought it wasn't legit because it hadn't, like, Zane hadn't posted yet. So I was like, oh, my God, like, funny joke, haha. Like, he's definitely not going to do that, like, for all of the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... It came out and he did do it for all the songs. Um, And I just feel like, we've already talked about this, it's kind of a little too, like, I don't know, it's just a little too, like, MySpace, like, 2008, like, you know, trying to be edgy and seen and rebel from your parents type deal. But -hmm. I don't know, like, I'm kind of, like, it's kind of growing on me. I don't really know why. (laughs) I literally don't know why. Zane, like, what effect are you having on me? Like, I don't really know. I think, like, 
And I, I wish he didn't do it for so many of them, because if he did it for a couple of them, it kind of looks cool. Because I think, like, the It's You, the way, like, the letters look is really cool. And maybe, like, before. But, like, the, all the other ones are just, like, a little too much. I'm also excited um, Kehlani's on this album. He's This is, um, she's the only one who he's collaborated with um, on mm -hmm. this album, I guess. And I think that's really cool, because um, I think she's a little lesser known, um, and her voice is going to sound, like, really awesome with his, so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, what do you think about this whole ordeal? I think it's kind of a little weird. Uh, <laughs> I just, it makes me think of Kanye and, like, trying to be unique, and, like, trying to stand out, but in a way that's, like, not, not, like, a genuine way, sort of just, like, I don't know. I feel like it's just, like, you're trying too hard to, like, look a certain way and be a certain way, and it's just not working exactly, and... It's just, like you said, like, young kid type of thing. I don't know. I think it's weird. And it's hard to read them for me. It's hard to read yeah. each song title. Um, And then also, like, the little parentheses and things. Like, we have intro, which... Mm -hmm. And then we have intermission. Mm -hmm. So, like, I know for albums I've been listening to recently, um, there's sometimes been, like, for the intro of the album is just, like, a 30-second sort of interlude thing that, like, introduces yeah. the sound of the album. So I don't know if it will be just, like, a little short, like, one-minute song, maybe with words, maybe just a musical thing. And then, like, I'll be interested to see what intermission is, maybe a sort of similar thing. Um, I'm not sure, but I think that could be cool. But I think it's just too overdone with all the lettering, because it's just... Yeah. Um, not easy to understand. <laughs> I think also the intermission and intro could also be like maybe like spoken word or something. I think that'd be really cool, especially like Mind of Mine would make sense to be like sort of like a spoken if word. If he type did that, thing. I would be so happy. I Me love too. spoken word. That would yeah. be incredible. Mm -hmm. Wow. I hope. I'm, I'm hoping, yeah. <laughs> if not, Zane, if you're listening to this, go back and change that. Yes. Right now. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, and it didn't seem like a lot of people on Twitter liked it. Some people, It seemed like people were making fun of it, mostly. Um, so, I don't know. I, I don't know what reaction Zayn sort of expected from this. Did he, he want people to be like, wow, this is, like, brand new. Like, wow, he's yeah, changing he's it up. Changing the, Unique. like, letter game. The language, <laughs> you know, English language will never be the same. Like, that. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, it doesn't scream, like, unique artist to me. It's just sort of like, okay... Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe if I hear the songs, it'll match better as to why certain letters are capitalized. Yeah. Um, and also, I saw on the, like, the track listing that for Pillow Talk, the A was a four, but like not on Spotify oh, yeah. or anything. So um, what's up with that, you know? Yeah, that's Maybe he like, just too. threw it in at the last moment. <laughs> Maybe. And I also, I don't know if this is true because I didn't check it, but I saw people saying <laughs> um, that like the capitalized letters spelt out like, Rar means I love you in dinosaur. No, that's obviously a joke. Was it? Okay. Yeah, that's just like a joke on the whole MySpace like emos thing. But oh, that was okay. so funny. Oh my god. I wish it did. Oh my god. Honestly, there's been a lot of funny jokes like going around about this. So, you know, hit up Tumblr and check those out. Uh, but let's get into our main discussion today. I feel like news kind of went a little bit quickly. I'm not sure, but. Yeah. Um, so our main discussion, like I said earlier, is End of the Day. Um, this is the fifth song on Made in the AM, and it was written by Julian Bonetta, John Ryan, Ed Druitt, Wayne Hector, Jacob Kasher, or Kasher, 
uh, Gamal, Jamal, Lunch Money Lewis, uh, Louis Tomlinson, and Liam Payne. Um, and I also watched the track by track so that I could write down what the boys said about this. And Louis was the only one who talked about um, End of the Day. And I know he was a big person writing it, so that makes sense. Um, but he said... So I remember the first time you played End of the Day, and I think he's talking to Julian Bonetta, who's interviewing them. Mm -hmm. And straight away, the chorus just gets you. Just for the whole sound of the song, the fact that you are listening to it, and it keeps you on your toes, and it is interesting to listen to. Just the way when you are listening to it, and you're like, okay, this is cool. And then the chorus comes in and goes to halftime, and you're like... What? This has become some something else now, and it feels more interesting to listen to. And that hook is really simple, but it just sticks in your head. Um, it's really hard to like write down what they're saying, and then like because like when people talk, they have like a yeah. lot of ands and ums and like not complete sentences. So like when I read it back, it's hard to understand. But pretty much he was saying that like. Like, the, you know how there's the change in tempo? That was really interesting. It, like, grabs you and draws you in. And pretty much he really liked it on first listen, I think, was the gist. Mm. Um, but, yeah. So, like, what did you think? Do you remember back, way back in November when you first listened to this song? What did you think of it? Yeah, I actually remember exactly where I was. I was in my, like, one of my school's cafes. I was in public, which I literally never should do when I'm talking, like, listening to a One Direction song for the first time, but I've not, like, not learned from my mistakes. I didn't cry at this one, surprisingly, am I right? <laughs> um, because I'm, like, I cried at a lot of the other One Direction songs. Um, thank God I didn't listen to freaking, like, If I Could Fly in Public. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, and I just remember, like, being, like, like, immediately loving it and just, like, thinking it was, like, so catchy and just, like, I loved the lyrics so much. And, um, I don't know, I didn't find, uh, the transition from chorus to verse, or no, yeah, verse to chorus. Like, it was, like, obviously, like, a little bit, like, you know, like, whoa, what's going on here? But, like, um, I thought it was, like, fun to listen to. And, like, yeah, like Louis said, it was, like, made it more interesting. Um, and I don't know, I just, I really loved that it told a story and I think that this is one of the, um, really strong, uh, story-based songs off the album, I think I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I really like the song and I remember liking it on first play. So what about mm -hmm. you? What did you think? Um, I, I know first time I listened, I was very jarred by like the change in tempo. And I remember saying like, wow, this sounds like one song. And in the first part you hear it and you just like fall in love with it right away. And then yeah. like it changes tempo. And I was like, wow, that's like really weird. Why did it do that? And then like it does it again where it was almost like a third song, which I'll get to later when we when we go into the song analysis. But like, I just remember being like, okay, this is very strange. It's not bad, but like, I don't really get it. And then as I listened more and like now it's been so long and it's become one of my favorite songs on the yeah. album, it'd be like up there top three maybe. Um, so like, I love it now, but I remember just being really like, that's a shocking transition and like, what does this mean? What is this? How do I deal with this song? Um, but yeah, it's interesting to see how that compares to how I feel about it now. Mm -hmm. Um, so we wanted to read some listener reactions that we actually got way back when the album came out because I asked about each song and I like wrote down what people said so that as we get into song analysis, we can go back and see what people's initial reactions were for. So let's just go back and forth on these. 
Um, I will start. The first one came from Potterfan92, who said it was an amazing song. Love the time signature changes in the song. Um, Foyla Louie says, um, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, man, I need to learn how to speak. Um, my favorite song off the whole album so far. It's ridiculously good in all capitals. Uh, at Sarah underscore Marie underscore 67 said, love it. The transition from first chorus to second verse is a little jarring, but it's so catchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Durbin says, favorite so far, just me, her, and the moon with little um, music note emojis. And she also made a gif that was really cute. I remember that was a long time ago, but I do remember that gif. So. Oh. oh, yeah, I remember. I was like, did I write that or did you write that? I must have written a long time. Um, a long time ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, and then lastly, at Phantoms Babe said, Louis' high note can hear this in a stadium. Love how different the verse is to the chorus. More ooze feels good. Um, so yeah, I, I pretty much reaction was very similar to everyone else's that I think this is a very well-loved song on the album. Yep. Just a, such a feel-good song. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, going through the analysis of the lyrics was interesting because, like, you don't always think of the lyrics when you just listen to the song and, like, it just makes you happy. So, like, i breaking it down. It definitely, like, put a new spin on it for me. Um, yeah. so let's get into the lyrical analysis. Um, let's start with the title, End of the Day. How do you feel about End of the Day as a song title? Um, I think it's very interesting. I think that, like... Um, you know, it's a, like, a phrase, like, you know, and they use that, like, the cliche, like, all I know at the end of the day. It's just, like, sort of, like, um, you'd say, like, as a sum, like, I don't know, like, a summary of your point, and just, like, mm-hmm. that's, like, your main focus, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know, I'm making gestures, and it would make a lot more sense, <laughs> I feel like, if you guys could see my hand motions. But yeah, no, I tried like... to define it, too, somewhere, which I'm trying to look for it, but... <laughs> I don't know yeah. where it was. It's kind of hard, but it just, like, you know, it's, like, the one thing you know, like, over anything. And I think that's, like, really cool that, like, you know, I think we've talked about this before, like, taking cliches and, like, adding them um, or, like, putting them into songs in, like, mm-hmm. cool ways. I think it's, like, always, like, a really interesting thing to do. hmm Yeah. Oh, I said, uh, like, after all is done and said, the bottom line, it's, like, yeah. what the exactly. truth is, how you actually oh, yeah. feel. So. hmm yeah, I like it as a title. I think um, it's a strong title. I like the length of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I think some titles can be weird, but I like this one. And I think it, like, has that little, just, like, hearing the title, it sort of, like, makes you start thinking about things, which I like. Um, so let's start with the first verse now, which is Harry. And I will read the lyrics and then we can get into it. Yes. Um, I told her that I loved her, was not sure if she heard. The roof was pretty windy, and she didn't say a word. Party dying downstairs, had nothing left to do. Just me, her, and the moon. Um, wow. Can I just say, this verse is one of the best on the entire album, and I think people agree with that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, Oh, just, okay. It's just such a lovely verse. And Harry sounds so good singing it. And I don't know, I just, music-wise, the clapping against, like, the slow piano um, just fits so well. And it, like, feels like a slower, like, softer verse. But, like, there's, like, a beat, there's clapping going on. So it's just a really cool contrast. Um, And I was just, like, 
blown away hearing this the first time. It just, like, makes your face light up and smile, and I don't know. Do you feel that same way? Yes, especially when you heard, like, just me, her, and the moon. I'm like, oh, my God. What, Mm -hmm. like, a perfect, like, but simple but perfect line. Like, man, it just, oh, yeah. Let's get into it because I'm just so psyched about (laughs) this. I think I definitely agree with you that this is definitely one of my favorite verses, like, of of all time of One Direction, so... Um, yeah, so to me, this, um, this like, story-wise, it seems like that this is two people standing on a roof. Maybe there's a party going down, going on downstairs in an apartment or something like that. And whoever's singing tells the other person that they love them. Um, and they're, whoever they're talking to either, like, doesn't hear them or purposely pretends they don't hear them because of the wind going on. Or, like, didn't actually hear them. Either way, they, like, don't respond with an I love you, which is sort of like when you tell someone you I love you, and I assume, like, this is sort of the first time saying it. Yeah. Um, You want them to reciprocate it. So it didn't seem like the person did, whether or not they heard. Um, And so there's a party dying downstairs. It's, like, ending. And, like, this person now has nothing left to do. I don't really understand that part, really. Like, is it... Like, they have nothing left to do in terms of, like, now they've said I loved you and now it's awkward and, like, what else are you supposed to do? Or, like, the party's ending, let's all go home, there's nothing left to do here. Or, I don't really know. Um, Because then we have the just me, her, and the moon, where it's like, um, we're just standing on the roof, it's just me and her here, and, like, the big moon is shining over this night and this party going on is ending and there's, I don't really know. How do you interpret that? Um, the whole thing or just the... Any of it. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that it's interesting now that you, like, said the whole, like, oh, I'm sure this is, like, the first, like, because I, like, always assumed that this was, like, the first time that the person had told her that, um, they loved her. But now that I'm thinking about it, like, maybe it could be, like, in the middle of a relationship and they're, like, having a little, there's, like, a little friction there and, like, um, you know, like, Ooh, that would be interesting. But I, I do, like, I lo- like, I love the whole thing that this is, like, a person confessing their love. Like, I think that's, like, that's how mm-hmm. I took it first. But I think it could be taken in different ways because it wasn't, like, I told her I loved her for the first time. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. Either way, it's, like, so – it's it's really sad. Like, if you tell someone that you love them, um, first of all, like, if they didn't hear, that's sad because, like, you have no way of knowing if they heard, if they're pretending or not. And then if she like heard and didn't say anything, that's really sad too. And then like, if they're like in a rough time in the relationship and you, they said they loved them and then she didn't say anything. Like there's literally no like happy ending to this really. Not yeah. a happy ending, but it's just like, it's really sad. But I think also that like, if someone tells you for the first time that they have feelings for you, that's it's such like a huge thing. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes like it can just leave you like you have, you have no idea what to say. Like, I just think this is such like a, I don't know, it's just such a good uh, description of a moment in, like, so few words. Like, you already, like, I don't know, I have, like, this, like, very clear image of, like, where this would happen. Um, mm-hmm. Just, like, on a roof of, like, a frat house or something. And just, like, there's just, like, real, like you know, people being ridiculous downstairs, but you're in this moment with this other person. And it's, like, it's quiet where you are, but you can hear, like, um, the party just, like, you know, like, as a party goes on, like, later in the night, there's only, like, the weird people left, like, you know, like, <laughs> um, people that they're trying to kick out, and it just, um, yeah, I don't know, I just, I love it, because it's, like, you know, the contrast of, like, the party, but then, like, also, like, you're in this moment with just, you know, me, her, and the moon. Um, mm-hmm. It's so very I, visual, yeah. and it, like, yeah. creates that picture. 
Yeah, it's so is, intimate too, I think. Mm-hmm, definitely. Because I think and, that, like, finding, like, a, a space in a party to, like, admit for the first time that you have, that you love someone, I think that just, like, I don't know, it's something, like, very intimate and, like, vulnerable about that is, like, um, you probably, I don't know, spent up the entire, like, party trying to, like, get up this courage to do that. Um, mm-hmm. And then and they don't say it back. <laughs> God, man. <laughs> Um, and then the line, I wanted to go in more into just me, her, and the moon, because yeah. I think, I think this line is, this verse is not only well-loved, but this line in spe- like, in particular is yeah. the favorite lyric that most people have, or just the favorite lyric off the entire album, mm-hmm. um, that most fans have, and I think it's one of my favorite lines, too. Yeah, same. Uh, and I just, the syncopation of it. I think mm-hmm. is so important. Like the beat, it's just like just me, her, and the moon. Like the like yeah. the breaths, the pauses. It just it fits so nicely, and I don't know. I I just love it so much as lyrically, but also like the sound of it. You know? Yeah, I think feel like for some reason I always just want to like dance on a giant piano on that one light. I literally <laughs> don't know why. Like you know, in like the um in that giant toy store. To- what giant toy store in? New York with that they have that giant piano. I just feel like it would work really well with that line. Don't know why, but it Wait, just, FAO cool. Shorts is that the one? Yeah, but I think it's closed down now. So yeah, I did. So sad. But I'll have to find another giant piano to dance my heart out on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so like I think and also this line I just feel like it's very romantic and picturesque but like yeah. super simple. Yeah. So like that just makes it well-loved because it's so, so few words, so simple, but, like, it tells such a story, you know? Yeah, because this is, like, I feel like this is the kind of thing, like, telling someone that you love them for the first time, like, I feel like that really only happens at night. It's just, like, that's such, like, a <laughs> night thing, you know what I mean? Like, you're in the <laughs> darkness and there's just a moon Oh, yeah, all the times you. I've told people I love them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I just feel like... I don't know. I think that just like, you know, it's just perfect. It's just a perfect scene and yeah. it's just like so beautifully heartbreaking in a way. But it then is like so a beat too. It just all yeah. the emotions, man. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Definitely. Um so then we go right into Nile for the pre-chorus. I've called it. Don't know if that's actually what it's called. Um and there's not really a break between just me her and the moon and Nile coming in. It's very fast transition. Um and the lyrics are I said you're on fire, babe. Then down came the lightning on me. Love can be frightening for sure. Um, so this like definitely throws a twist in it for me and like mm. makes me confused as to what is actually happening in the story. Mm. Um it seems like this is still part of the roof scene, and like so like maybe when they said, I said you're on fire, babe, is that when they're on the roof and him, like, saying, like, that was his other, another word for, like, I love you? Or is this, like, flashback to when they first met and they were like, wow, you're on fire, babe, like, let's hit it off. And then, like, love eventually came afterwards. And, like, the lightning is, it says, and then down came the lightning. So, like, maybe lightning represents, like, the 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 like the attraction of the relationship yeah. and like the love coming on the electricity or whatever. Mm. Um, I'm thinking of the Little Mix song Lightning, yes. where it's like lightning yes. strikes twice. Uh, yeah, or what it's like lightning song. a bad thing because 
Yeah. <laughs> is light lightning a bad thing where it's like, obviously, if you get struck by lightning, that's not good. Um, so is it like down came the lightning as if like, I told you I loved you and then like, the consequences were bad. Love can be frightening. I'm not really sure. Or is the love can be frightening? Like, I think it could be all these things, honestly. Like, love can be frightening as in like, you've like got all these feelings and you feel the electricity and it's sort of like this nervous excitement type thing, you know? Yeah, I think that like, they love using like natural phenomenon, like One Direction <laughs> does, um, like really intense, like scary, dangerous n- natural phenomenon um, for uh like just the intensity of emotion I think um mm-hmm. just like show it and I, I I think that like yeah um I think yeah I think it could be all those emotions I I always um assumed it was like a good thing just like or just like a powerful thing I guess like the lightning mm-hmm. um I don't really understand that I said you're on fire babe because like you're saying it but like what does that even mean it just like you're just like I don't know like a like you know a, a strong personality you're like really attractive <laughs> um maybe yeah. they're doing like stand up and they're like wow you're on fire tonight babe <laughs> like, oh my God. you're getting those jokes oh interesting maybe yeah, i mean <laughs> and then yeah so this this little pre-chorus part definitely threw a wrench in the system um mm-hmm. but i love the love can be frightening for sure because then i think it just fits so well with the chorus because it just like like leading you up it's just like it's frightening but you know yeah yeah and then we have the 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 clap 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 or bam 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 and it like builds and totally changes the tempo of the song yeah do you um, know what that so always like, makes you think of what? um the like little like drum thing it always makes you think of um patrick from spongebob when they're on that episode where they're like playing um the victory bowl and like you know like they're all in that big <gasps> yes. victor- and like his drum solo like it always i eat the patrick best episode moment. ever literally one of the best absolutely <laughs> such a classic such an iconic scene you should like line up the song with that yes. scene and make it happen. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm surprised it hasn't um, been done already. I'm I'm just sad about that, but I'll figure. I'll, I'll you need to do it, Kara. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, for me, it just like I guess the tempo changes in the whole song in general. Um, reminds me of Bohemian Rhapsody, where like that song can be like twelve different songs if yes. you break it down. Ugh, what a great and song. like because it it really does sound like different parts but in a way they sort of go together so i was just reminded of that um cuz i think it is very jarring like mm. sarah said um so let me read the lyrics to the chorus this is sung by all of them but at certain points i heard harry more or louis and liam more it was hard to hear niall um but yeah so All I know at the end of the day is you want what you want and you say what you say and you'll follow your heart even though it'll break sometimes. All I know at the end of the day is you love who you love. There ain't no other way. If there's something I've learned from a million mistakes, you're the one that I want at the end of the day. And then some O's. And then Harry's like, at the end of the day. And then some more O's. And then you're the one that I want at the end of the day from Harry. So this is, like we said earlier, at the end of the day is sort of like bottom line, like after all said and done, this is what I'm feeling, sort of like, I'm not going to pretend at them anymore. I'm not going to hold back my feelings. Like you can't help how you feel about the person. You're just like, and you can't help what you want from a relationship. It's like, at the end of the day, this is just, it is what it is. Like it reminds mm-hmm. me of Louis's tattoo um, yeah. that he has on his chest. 
um, like, you say what you say, you say I love you, you say you care about them, and, like, that's all you can do, I guess. Um, and, like, you just have to go for it, even though, like, it says, and follow your heart even though it'll break sometimes. Like, it might be hard, you might say something, you might say I love you to someone, and they might not say it back, or they'll pretend, like, the wind was too loud, or whatever <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> like, you just, like... You can't, you can't, I guess, like, you can't live in fear. Like, you just yeah. have to go for it. Because, like, if you hold back, then nothing's gonna happen and you won't be happy either way, like, anyway. Yeah. Um, and then... It's such a good life lesson to have. Like, thanks, One Direction. I just feel like it's so true. <laughs> it's just, like, accepting, like, what you, like, what you want is what you want. It's just, like, it sounds, like, so mm-hmm. obvious, but it's just, like, such a good life lesson to just, like, accept yourself and just, like take yourself on, like, I don't know, and just, like, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, I, and I just, think, like, yeah. And I think that is especially for the line, you love who you love, because yeah. this line, to me, really reminded me of Harry's love is love speech that he gave at our concert in Boston, oh, yeah. um, where he was talking about, like, you can, like, love in all its forms is great, you can love whoever you want type of thing and it's very much like lgbtq plus it reminds me of that where like any relationships are okay relationships and good like it's okay for that to happen um yeah and also i've heard a lot of um not speculation but like i guess just like people thinking this this song could be um about a relationship between um two women which is really cool and like i think we'll get into it in the next verse which um is like a line that a lot of people like um, pull too. So, um, I don't know. I think it's really cool that this, like, song, this song has, like, so many meanings for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I think beyond just, like, non-heterosexual relationships, this could be, like, anything where people don't want you to be together, whether that be just, like, your family or, like, a religious thing or a racial thing, where, like, mm-hmm. you're like, you know what? Screw it. Like, that doesn't matter. What matters is that we love each other and care about each other, and that comes first. Yep. Um, and you just, like, can't help who you love. You can't change it. Like, attraction is attraction, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, uh, the, what is it? Um, if, if there's something I've learned from a million mistakes, this says to me that the person has gone through heartbreak and they've messed up in the past where, like, maybe they didn't give in when they should have and just, like, they tried to protect their heart rather than, like, taking a leap of faith and just going Mm -hmm. for it. So, like, now they're like, never mind, I'm not going to do that. That didn't work out in the past. I've learned from that, and I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, Um, and I think that, like... And I think... Um, go ahead. No, you go. (laughs) Okay. Um, so I was just going to say, um, that... What was I going to say? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, just also, like, a million mistakes could be that they didn't tell the person, like, or, or, or multiple people that they didn't, um, or that they, they had feelings for them, um, but this time they mm-hmm. chose to, and, like, you know, they, like, decided that the regret, like, wasn't worth not saying anything. That made no sense, right. but I hope you understood what I was saying. Yeah. No, I got you. Okay, um, cool. And I also wanted to bring this into a perspective of sort of, like, the fandom, um, mm. this, like, this, the chorus really just makes me seem like, screw it, I like One Direction, like, I'm not gonna let anyone else tell mm. me I don't like One Direction. Like, I love who I love, I like this music, I enjoy the band, like, I, it makes me feel happy, and like, like, so what if you are a hater and are gonna tell me that I'm wrong for that, but like, 
I'm just going to follow my heart. And you know what? You know, I've learned that that's the best thing to do. Oh, so, I like, I guess that's a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to say about the OOs, <laughs> unless do you have other things to say about the, what we did, that whole sort of beginning part? Um, all I, all, oh, what, um, the only thing else I have to say is that I think it's interesting that they used, um, end of the day in two, se- like, separate contexts. Like, all I know at the end of the day, um, so, like, the whole, like, bottom line thing. Like, mm-hmm. that's all I know. But then, like, you're the one that I want at the end of the day. So, it's just, like, you know, mm-hmm. that's who you want to, like, spend your life with. Or just, like, you know, that's what you want to come home to. And I think that's, like, yeah. cool that they use it in two separate ways. I didn't even realize that until now, so. Yeah, I didn't realize it either. I'm glad you're here to catch that. <laughs> Um, that's cool. And I, I know later on they do other things with, like, the actual ending of a day. Like, I think they talk about the sun, so they're mm-hmm. just getting those metaphors and oh, yeah. twisting them around, which I like. Um, so how do you feel about the, oh, 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 bit? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the way that Caitlin wrote in the doc is just so funny. <laughs> um... But, yeah, I, I think it's so catchy. I think it's just great. I think it adds, an, uh, like, you know, something interesting to the chorus. I I love it, you know? Mm-hmm. I like it, too. And then we have, like, Harry, like, interjecting with these, like, higher, at the end of the day, like. Oh, yeah, so bits, great. Which I really like. Um, they really stepped up their game for this song, like, oh, each I of know. the boys individually. So good for them. Yeah. Like, those high, high notes from Harold is just really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, let's get into the next verse, which is Liam, and the lyrics are, Said the night was over, I said it's forever. Twenty minutes later, wound up in the hospital. The priest thinks it's the devil, my mom thinks it's the flu, but girl, it's only you. Um, So this to me sounded like the third song. Like it didn't, it wasn't like, it didn't like go back to the same tempo as the first verse. And, like, it wasn't like the... Because there's, like, another transition between... Um, and I think this is the one that Sarah said was particularly jarring between the chorus and this verse. It's, like, definitely, like, slow stop, like, goes into a different tempo. Um, yeah. So, like, I was like, this is the third song in this one song. Yeah. Um, but again, like, I like it and I like the transition. Um, so, said the night was over. I said it's forever. Uh, to me, this is like, are they still at this party? So the party's ending. You know, you said I love you. They didn't say you back. So they didn't say it back. But I don't know. I said it's forever. Is this like the night's over forever? Or the relationship is over? Or the relationship is forever? Um, or the night is going to last forever and we're just going to like let it, even though the night's over, it's going to last forever. Um, how did you take that? I said it's forever. Um, I took their, like, their feelings were going to last forever, but it's, like, interesting because, like, it doesn't say, like, who specifically, specifically said the night was over. So, Mm. just, like, it seems like it's the other person, but, like, um, I'm not sure. It's kind of weird because, I don't know, that sounds like sort of, like, um, the ending of, like, an argument or something. It's, like, you know, like, the night is over. Like, let's go home. Like, whatever. And then the other mm-hmm. person's, like, trying to be, like, oh, no, but, like, I, I love you. Like, it's gonna be forever. Um, so, I don't know. It, it just oh, it just seems kind of weird That makes so me. much more sense. I thought the same person was saying them. <laughs> I was, oh, like... Oh, <laughs> I mean, we don't know. It, no. it really does not... is not clear. 
it makes more sense where it's like one person's arguing one side and then the other mm. person's saying like, no, it's going to be forever. Like the mm. night goes on forever. But yeah, I mm. think it could be both. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like your interpretation better. Thanks. <laughs> um, so then we have 20 minutes later. So like you thought the night was over or someone <laughs> thought it was going to go on forever. But then 20 minutes later, the person ends up in the hospital and it seems like it's the person who's speaking because they go on to say that the the priest thinks it's the devil. Their own mom thinks it's the flu. Um, unless their own mom is, like, diagnosing this person's, like, partner. I don't really know. <laughs> um, um, but I guess I guess you had an interpretation for this, which I've never heard. But I want to say what I thought first. Okay. Um, so... I don't know if this is, like, literal going to the hospital or, like, a metaphorical hospital where, like, you are so upset by, like, the relationship and you are affected and you, like, need to go to the emotional hospital or something. I don't know. Um, But if we're taking it literally, it seems to me, like... Like, did the person, like, drink too much? And then they go to the Mm. hospital and the priest was like, oh, you drank too much, that's the devil inside you making (laughs) you, like... (laughs) I <laughs> take too much alcohol, you know, because I feel like that's a thing where they're like, the devil made me do it, like drink too much, and like yeah, or it's like the giving into temptations of like the the earth or something. Yeah, and then yeah. like oh the mum the mum thinks he's just puking because and like having to have his stomach whatever because he like has the flu and like she's really oblivious to like the fact that this person actually like just had too much alcohol, and then like the person actually knows no I did drink too much because I was so upset about this girl so like it's only the girl that caused me to drink so much so like I don't know if that's what's going on and like. Or or something completely else where it's talking more about, like, a broken heart or, like, so, like, this person's in bed and the mom thinks they're sick, but really they're just heart, like, they're heart sick or, what is it, love sick? Heartbroken. <laughs> yeah, heartbroken, oh, love yeah. sick. And then I don't really know what the priest is doing, but I feel like the priest, like, has other things on his plate than, like, diagnosing people with the devil or something. <laughs> yeah, like... What are you doing, dude? Like twenty minutes? Like he's already there? Like is the mom called <laughs> yeah. the priest like in the middle of the night, just being like, "Are they in the Vatican? Like, what's like this?" <laughs> I don't know. The Pope's there, you know? Yeah, like... it's definitely the Pope. <laughs> Probably. Mm. Um. So what? What's your interpretation of this? Okay, so I think that it makes a lot more sense um, about the alcohol thing because I would just like assumed like I don't know that they got into some like weird. I don't know. I just imagine, like, a head wound. I don't really know why. That was just, like, my thing. But I think it makes sense, like, especially, like, this isn't um, healthy and I do not endorse this. But I think that, like, sometimes if you are getting, um, if you need to tell someone something scary, sometimes uh, people use alcohol as, like, you know, liquid courage, as they would say. So it does make sense that they might end up in the hospital for drinking too much because, like, telling someone I love them, you know, is really hard. So, like, they might be dealing with that in, like, an unhealthy way, um, but, I don't know, 20 minutes later, that's a very, it's, like, you know, it's the exact same night, so it's, uh, it's very, like, a quick story, like, it progresses very quickly, um, but, um, yeah, I, I think the alcohol thing makes a lot of sense, but also, I've been seeing, like, the whole priest thinks it's a devil, my mom thinks it's a flu, um, but girl, it's only you, could be interpreted as it's, um, a, a relationship between two women because, you know, um, the Catholic church or just like the church in general sometimes, or like, uh, is not supportive of, um, same sex, se- same sex couples, uh, all the time, unfortunately. And, 
Um, so, uh, sometimes it's like, you know, classified as like a sickness or, um, you know, like the work of the devil, which is just a little over the top, like relax. But, um, yeah, um, I don't know. Cause so I could like see that interpretation too. Um, and then like, um, them coming in just being like, but girl, it's only you. Like, it's only just like a, you know, like a normal thing between two people. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I really, I, th- I didn't think of that myself. Like I was, I've seen like these little like theories of other people and I really love that. So um, yeah, I, I like know. it too. I've never actually seen that surprisingly. Huh. Um, but yeah, I like that interpretation too. It's definitely mm. interesting lines there. Cause you like the, the 20 minutes later and like the hospital are very specific, which you yeah. don't always see in one direction song. So it's like, mm-hmm. What is this actually talking about? And the priest, you know? and a devil, like yeah. mom flus. <laughs> like this is so much happening. So much specifics. I love it. Yeah. Um, so then we get into another pre-chorus part, which is done by Louis. And the lyrics again are um did what did we leave? I think we read these. I said you're yeah, on fire, babe. Yeah. Then down came the lightning. Love can be frightening for sure. Um, I think Louis sounds really good. Mm-hmm. And Again, this makes me think about the lightning part because we've just talked about the hospital. So mm. it's like, is the lightning good or bad? Because now they've ended up in the hospital. Did they like actually get struck by lightning on a roof? Because like oh if there's a storm going, you can't be standing on a roof, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's unlikely what the story is. <laughs> Probably <laughs> but... not, but it would be an interesting twist. If the mother thought they got, if they got struck by lightning and the mom was like, oh, you just have the flu, sweetie. Oh my god. You're like, mom. Mom is very clueless in this. I just got struck by lightning. (laughs) Anyway, do you have anything different to say about this pre-chorus? No, I'm just so confused about the I said you're on fire, babe. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's all. It almost seems like a flashback to me like where they like first and like maybe it's more of a mental thing where they're like wow like that person is really hot or like I'm super attracted to them then like they go meet and then like the attraction electricity comes yeah Um, because it's like I know a lot of this is past tense but this just seems more like past past tense like Mm. I said like a while back yeah Like, because when you're saying I love you, you're not going to be like, wow, you're so hot. I love you. Like, that's not, like, that might not be the best approach, especially when, like, the moon's there and it's a romantic setting. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, agreed. Um, so then we go into the chorus again. Um, and it's pretty much the same. And we have Harry doing the, at the end of the day, which, like, uh, just his notes sound so good. And it was just like, who needs Zane really when you have Harry to do these high notes? It's <laughs> um, like he gets them, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and then we go into the bridge, which is Louis, and I feel like Louis's been doing a number of the bridges. He did the bridge in history, and I don't know, uh, probably some other things, but I feel like he's like bridge guy. Um, <laughs> but the lyrics are, "When the sun goes down, I know that you and me and everything will be all right." And when the city's sleeping, you and I can stay awake and keep on dreaming. You and I can stay awake and keep on dreaming. Um, so, again, Louis gets some high notes, so no Zane needed here. There's some really powerful high notes here, and he does such a good job. And we've seen this per- be performed live as well, um, which was awesome. And everyone's been, like, so supportive and, like, loving Louis doing high notes. So that was really awesome. 
Um, and then, so, like, this, in the terms of, like, the night ending and all this, is this, like, just another random day? Or is this talking about the sun going down on, like, the same day or going down on the relationship? Because, like, when the sun goes down, that is the end of the day, whatever. So, like, huh. it's, like, sort of another way of saying the end of the day. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't know, like, at the end of the day, when the relationship's over, we're going to be all right. We're going to, like, figure things out. Or, like, at the end of the day, like, when the sun goes down, even though we faced all these problems, like, we're going to get through it together and we'll work through it and it'll be okay and we'll come out stronger, which I think it is more. Mm -hmm. Um and then, uh, so yeah, what do you think about those, that first line, I guess? Yeah, I think it's, like, not the same day, because obviously they already, like, are under the moon, so that wouldn't really make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that, like, this is sort of, like, the song seems to, like, it's so weird because it starts off, like, you know, they're sitting there under the moon, they tell her that she, they love them, there's a lot of, okay, yeah, and then... And then 20 minutes later, they're in the hospital. And then now it seems like it could be, like, I don't even know, months later and they're in a relationship. And it's, like, mm -hmm. because, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like, um, it doesn't seem like someone you're not, uh, both, like, it doesn't seem like there's not mutual attraction because, um, they're just, like, kind of assuming that the other person is, like, in it with them. It's not just, mm -hmm. like, this, like, you know, unrequited thing. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I can, I, I don't know, I could see it's like being months down the road and just sort of being like, um, they, you know, they've gotten together and like, at the end of the day, they'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I think chronologically, it's not like straightforward and yeah, like same spacing between verses or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I really like the line... And when the city's sleeping, you and I can stay awake and keep on dreaming. Mm. I just love that idea of, like, even though the city's sleeping and we're awake, you know, dreaming is something people talk about in sleep a lot of times, but, like, you're awake dreaming. I don't know. I just love that, that like, contrast. And I know it reminded me of Taylor Swift's song, 22, where there's a line that says, we ditch the whole scene and end up dreaming instead of sleeping. So, like, it has yeah. a very similar type of thing where, like, you don't want to go to sleep, but you're going to dream anyway because, like, you're with the person and you're thinking about your future together and everything that's, like, could happen. And it's just, like, I don't know. I just think it's a really beautiful line of wanting to dream with someone else as well. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, dreaming, you know, like, when you're asleep, it's just you and your own mind, so it's a very, like, mm -hmm. solitary thing, you know, you can't, like, share a dream with someone. That would be pretty cool, also weird. That would be. Um, I feel like the futures should, Anything's like, bring possible. that. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's awesome to, like, bring, you know, a solitary thing, but then make it, like, with this other person that you love. Um, and mm -hmm. also, you know, the contrast between, like, awake and dreaming. I you, you said it all. It's, like, it's a very beautiful image. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think also it's very sort of punchy and shouty yep. at this part. And it's like, who is Louis talking to or who is the speaker talking to? Are they talking to, like, even for the whole song, are they talking to, like, this person that they love? Or are they sort of just talking to themselves and, like, trying to convince themselves that this is going to happen? Or are they just, like, standing on that rooftop shouting out into the abyss? Like, we're going to stay awake and keep on dreaming. Yeah. Do you have an idea or? 
I mean, it seems like they're, like, having a conversation. It doesn't, it seems like, you know, you and I, it's not just, like, mm-hmm. um, me and her. It mm-hmm. seems like a definitely like a conversation. Like this whole thing is like you know, um, you're you're the one that I want, and also like I said, you're on fire, babe. Like it's all like you and I. It's not mm-hmm. um, except for me, her, and the moon. But other than that, mm-hmm. um, it's all like a, a conversational type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So then we go into the chorus, and this is Harry at first. So it's sort of like the chorus, but like broken down at the beginning. Um. And, like, slower or, like, the background music sort of taken away, which I like that when um, songs will, like, pull the background music so you can just, like, focus on the person's voice. And I think Harry sounds really nice there doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then in the repeated part of the chorus as it goes back, um, the music comes back on. And, I don't know, there's a lot of runs and high notes by Harry and, like... um, different things that he does which sound really nice with his voice and and same with Louie he has bits like that too I think both of them stand out on this song um mm-hmm. for their voices in particular um and I just it made me think especially on this part because Harry's voice is in the chorus very strongly in 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 the like the the part that's removed of the music and then also just the part where the music comes back in he holds a lot of the chorus but he's also at the same time doing those high notes and obviously that's possible when you do a studio album and like record it because you can record parts at different parts at different times Mm -hmm. but I was thinking about when they perform this live how will they work with that I think like like, how will Harry... He obviously can't do both parts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you have um, ideas? <laughs> I, I can't remember, because I know they performed this live, didn't they? Mm-hmm. I can't remember how they did it, but, um, you know, they obviously found a way to do it, so I'll have to go look back um, on that. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I think it just... I think Harry does the solo bits. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, like, I just think this would sound so good in a stadium or like on oh, tour man yes this would just be one of those songs that like everyone's like waiting for and when they get to it like every like the crowd just like explodes and it's just like such an exciting yeah. moment like oh man it really is do you have um other thoughts to wrap up this last chorus or the lyrical analysis in general um i just like how it ends with like i feel like his uh, like harry's voice like seems a lot more like raw and like sort of like screaming um during like the ending chorus and I like that because it's like just like I don't know I just love like adding a I mean ending a song on like a lot of added emotion um Mm -hmm. so I don't know I really like that yeah it definitely doesn't like fade out that much it's very kind of like at the end of the day and then like very quickly you know that's the end of the song yeah which is cool Mm -hmm. um so let's move into the musical analysis now um Let's talk about the instruments that we hear. Again, Karen and I are not experts in this, so bear with us. Um, but I said there was, like, lots of clapping, there's guitars, there's piano, and then there's a lot of, like, that synth electronic and wavy sort of sound that I heard. It sounds kind of, like, watery, wavy in the background at different parts. Um, and then, obviously, the tempo changes are huge on this song. There's multiple tempo changes between verses, which can be, like, shocking, but I think just adds to the song and makes it... And I think it I think it works well with the lyrics, where you have sort of these chronologic, chronological changes happening, and, like, sort of scene changes, and it works with the tempo changes. They, like, go well together. Mm. Um, 
And then in particular, the build up to the chorus where it has those like three different beats, um, I think would just be so good live because like it gets the audience like anticipating mm-hmm. the chorus coming and like it just makes you like get ready for it. And then like, bam, the chorus comes in and it's just really awesome. Yeah. Did you have like musical analyses things? Um, oh man, I think you just, like, you definitely do, um, descriptions <laughs> better. Like, the only thing that I have is, like, the, you know, the Patrick three-note thing. Um, and, like, I, I really want to know, like, I know we're gonna talk about influences now or next, but, like, the beginning of the song when it's, like, sort of, like, um, oh man, I literally don't know how to explain this, like, <laughs> without using, like, a diagram, but, like, you know how it, like, builds up, and I don't really know, like, what like sound it is but it sounds like some song that's like popular but I cannot tell what it is so if you know like before this before the first verse yeah like it's like right when the song comes on and like with the clapping and stuff and like the way that like the like the note like builds like sounds so similar to something else I already know but I don't remember what it is and I can't like put my finger on it oh like the it sounds like a movie starting or something like, mm. when you go to, the, I don't know what song it is, but to me it sounds, like, a little bit like a movie, like, starting up. Um, which huh. I think I said about Diana at a part of that song. Um, mm. But I don't know. But I have a, a story about this song, about Ooh. these, like, three beats. Um, last semester I was in New York City. I went to NYU for a semester for study away instead of study abroad. Um, and... My sister is a freshman and she lives in New York City as well. So we got to hang out a lot. And like she was sort of right there with me as the album came out and like listening to different songs on different days. And I remember like one night in particular, we were walking down the streets of New York City at night and like we had linked arms and we were sharing my headphones between us. Um, And end of the day came on and we like we're just skipping down the streets like total lunatics and like (laughs) stomping on like those beats and like it was just so fun and like I'm never gonna forget going through that and like that moment in particular just so great I think we were dancing to like Olivia as well we Mm. we looked like weirdos to be (laughs) honest but we didn't care and it was just so good um so those beats like they have a lot of meaning you know yeah, I, I think it's, just, like, such a good, like, dancing song, and definitely, like, those, yeah. like, beats are just, like, it's just, like, so perfect to, like, just jam out to. Yeah, and while it's, like, a sad song, it's so happy-feeling, Yeah. Know? And And the chorus is quite happy, saying, like, screw it, I love who I love, like, I'm gonna, like, go for it. Like, that's happy, that's a happy feeling, despite, like, the other sad parts of the song, so it does yeah. make you feel good. Yeah, I don't think it's, like, I wouldn't say, I don't know, the first part's a little sad, but it doesn't, like, leave Mm -hmm. you, like, feeling, like, oh, man, like, how could I listen to this and be happy because it's so depressing, and I I don't know. I think that it's, like, hopeful, if anything, and it seems Mm -hmm. like they worked it out in the end. Yeah. Um, And it seems like just sort of, like, like the lesson to be learned from this song is just sort of, like, you know, like, do what you want because you only live once. (laughs) Yeah. How cliche could that be? Um, But yeah, I think that's like true, you know? I don't know. So, yeah. So in terms of influences, did you hear any in particular? I certainly have no idea. Man, I don't know because I know there's like some like pop group that I feel like is like 
on the radio and it's like contemporary and it sounds like but I like literally cannot like put my finger on what it sounds like to me so if anyone knows like please tell us because like I feel like it's one of those things that's like in the edges of my brain if I like went into like hypnotherapy or something I feel like drawn <laughs> out of me but like you know I don't have time or money for that so if anyone has ideas that would be <laughs> that would be appreciated great (laughs) so then let's talk about this song in terms of fitting in with the rest of the album and the theme that we've talked about every time we do a song analysis of nostalgia that we saw in made in the am in general and sort of like reflecting back on good times and going through things and getting older and and change coming and sort of working through that um how do you think that this song fits in with that story i think it definitely fits in i think that like first of all just like the very like strong imagery and strong story just um you know like we've we've said this time and time again like the specific makes it more applicable to everyone and I think that like I don't know I just like um this just seems like something that would happen like you know in teenage years slash like early uh like early 20s and I just feel like this is a very like this is probably like a very not maybe not perfectly universal, but, like, quite universal feeling, um, and I think that it definitely just seems like someone who's, like, looking, um, back on, like, a relationship and, like, the, you know, the ebbs and flows of one, um, because, like, as we said, like, it wasn't, like, a perfectly, like, um, um, chronological song, and it seems like in the end they are in a more established relationship, um, so I think that, like, just that part alone makes it even, um, you know, if it's with the tone of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, with the whole album, it's just, like, it is a more happy moment of the nostalgia. It's more... Yeah. It's not so upset. It's not so broken down. And it's not, like, you've moved past it so much where, like, you know, you see each other every once in a while. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, AM is more, like, you get together and reminisce. This is very much sort of, like a happy moment and it's like Mm -hmm. good which I like because I feel like a lot of the songs are way more sad than this song um so it's nice to have a happy song definitely Um, and then favorite lyric what's your favorite lyric oh man definitely I mean I think me her and the moon is just like oh man like I remember the first time I heard it and I just get so happy or it got Mm -hmm. so happy you get chills yeah yeah and it's just crazy because it's literally like f- what four words, and it's just amazing. Um, and I love the moon. Actually, it's more than four words, but six words. <laughs> I can't count. Yeah, <laughs> I was I'm counting. not a math major. No, just me, her, and the moon. Yeah, six. Yeah, words. six. I was um, counting seven for a second because I wrote because my favorite lyric was just me, her, and the moon, and I put obs. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were um, you saying? But also, I also re- what. Um, I also really like the priest thinks it's a devil. My mom thinks it's a flu, but girl, it's only you. I just love like the way it flows off the tongue, how it's like so specific. Um, Uh I don't know, just like everything about this is just so great. Ah, man. And you get that in in those lines, you it's like the same beat as the just me, her, and the moon. Yes, exactly. So you have that same tempo-y sound, which is just, there's cool pauses and a little bit of anticipation for what's coming out of the mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so that's my favorite lyric as well. How would you rate this out of 10? 
Ah, I don't know why I never remembered to think of this beforehand. <laughs> I literally always get stressed. I think that if you could go back to all of our, like, lyric analysis analyses and, like, um, go to this part and, like, hear me, I freak out every <laughs> single time. If you just, like, made a, like, montage of me just freaking out. Um, but I think that I would give it a 9.5 or 6. Nice. Yeah. Um, I gave it a 9.8. I really Ooh, like it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, like, kind of a 10, but, like, you can't give a 10. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I going to give a 10? Who knows? Like, will I there ever know. be? I just, like, I feel like I need to, like, reserve that for the, the song that literally, like, cures my soul, which is, Yeah, I but, mean, like, Olivia was great. End of the yeah, day Yeah, and, like, what great. a feeling has cured my soul. Also, like, maybe, like, 9.7 is where I want to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's just, it's so good. It and really I feel is. like other people like it too, not just us, so. Yeah, and it just, like, I, I was listening to it, like, um, walking to class the other day, and it just, like, how did I forget? Like, this is such a good song. Like, I was listening to, like, Made in the AM, um, like, the whole album was walking to class. I'm just, like, this is such a solid album. Like, sometimes you, like, go a little <laughs> while without listening to it, and you're just, like, you just, like, yeah. listen to it again, and you're, like, wow, it's, like, I'm rediscovering, like, the wheel mm-hmm. or something. It's just great. Yeah, it is weird how, like, you listen to an album sometimes for months on end and then mm-hmm. new music comes out and you don't listen for such a long time and, like, then you can go back and sort of rediscover it in a way. Yeah. Um. So then, last question. No, we have two more questions. Firstly, will it ever be a single? Or do you think One Direction's gonna put more singles out for Made in the AM? Because they had a couple, but I don't feel like any of them were great single material, per se. Yeah. Um, what was the last one they put out? History, History, right? which I think that was probably the best. Or, and Drag Me Down, to be honest. That was good. Yeah. I think Drag Me Down was, like, my favorite single, and I think, like, the best choice of a single. And, but History's still playing on British radio. I've heard it a bunch of times while I've, I've been here. Um, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And I've heard Pillow talk a bunch, too. Um, and, um, I think this could be a single, man. Like, I feel like it could have been. Slash, mm-hmm. you know, it's never too late. Um, <laughs> Maybe it is, but in my heart, it's not. Um, I just could see it because it's like fun. It's interesting. It's like um, I don't know the the changes in tempo are a little jarring, but I think that once you get used to it, it's just like a fun song to listen to and jam out to. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? I I don't know. I mean, I'd love it to be a single. I don't know, like like you said, it's jarring. I don't know if it would like catch people's attention. Mm. Like first listen, maybe not do as well. But I think mm. it also depends on on the country you live in. Cause like, I think the UK supports its artists on radio play a lot more than the U S supports UK artists, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like we're, I mean, not that I have a radio, but I don't think history has been playing on the radio here that yeah. much or at all. So yeah, maybe it could be a single and, and do better in other countries outside of the U S. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for a music video, what do you see? Um, I feel like it could be um, pretty story-oriented, but I feel like they don't usually do, like, um, couples where you, like, see the other person. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how, like, One Direction could get around that yeah. um, in this song because it's pretty intimate. Maybe, like, get some, like, randos to be, I don't know, maybe, like, cartoons. I don't I don't know. <laughs> like, two trees or something. Um, mm-hmm. Or, like, planets. 
two planets Ooh. are in love. Saturn the and... The sun and the moon, and they can never be together. Oh my god, that's so sad. <laughs> or, like, some stars. Yeah, I don't know. Make it, like, some weird, you know, thing. Cosmic that, thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like that. Yeah, I like that idea, too. <laughs> <laughs> can definitely see that happening. Um, I was thinking, like... I didn't have a whole picture, but, like, hearing you talk, like, got me thinking about stuff. Not mm-hmm. that it really related. Um, but so I wanted it to, like, start off, obviously, like, on a roof where it's, like, quiet and there's the moon and, I don't know, just, like, really picturesque, like, standing on the rooftop with, like, the stars out and, like, mm. two people. Um, and then I didn't really get farther than that, but I think it would be a cool song because we don't usually see One Direction have like, other people in the music video, unless they're just sort of background characters. I think, while I don't see this being as something One Direction does, I think it would be cool if they had, like, maybe two dancers. Um, I've been seeing that in a lot of music videos where they have, like, I know Justin Bieber's Love Yourself, uh, Ed Sheeran's Don't, where they have professional, like, dancers come in and someone choreographs the dance so that it, like, fits with the song and makes sense. And I think this could be something cool where they, like, start on the rooftop and, like, dance their way down and, like, things happen and scenery change, but it's, like, just professional dancers doing cool stuff. I don't know. Yeah, or, like, dancing through a party, like, the party that's dying downstairs. Like, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, the tempo changes could be really cool in terms of mm. choreography. Yeah. Um. So, maybe something like that. But... Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool. It would be. All right. Anything else to sum up this discussion? Nope. Just, um... You know, go outside and look at the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and go spend time outside in this lovely weather that we're having. Although 80 is a little bit too hot, but you know. Um, But yeah, I really, this is one of my favorite songs. I've said it multiple times. So I was looking forward to doing this song for a really long time. So I'm glad we've done it. I know. And I feel Um, like it came at a perfect time because both of us are so stressed. But like now after like talking about this song, it made me so happy. And I'm just like really like filled with the spirit of end of the day. I know. I've been smiling so much. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're going to be okay. So true. So true. There's so many good messages in this song. We can get through it, guys. Get through this stressful time if you're having one. Mm -hmm. It's going to be all good. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Let's move on to recommendations for this week. Um, I guess mine's sort of the same as last week uh, because I've, like, gone on to the blog and looked at it more, and I think it's going to be really cool, um, where Gemma and... A couple of her friends is actually Nora Hennick, which actually started the website. Um, and then Gemma's a part of it, and Gemma being Harry's sister, and a couple of other women um, are starting this website called La Femme Collective, where it's uh, a bunch of women telling stories about like their process of getting jobs and having a job and like being in different boss positions, leadership or whatever. I don't know, different things where it's going to be a really awesome space to, I think you can write your own stories. I don't know. I'm excited about it. And it just seems like young women coming together to do something. And I'm always supportive of that type of thing. Um, So definitely just go check that out. And then my second um, one is to tell a friend about our podcast, because (laughs) why not? I feel like Um, especially just with the feedback we've been getting, a lot of people like are learning stuff because I think when you're in college, Kara and I have both learned a ton about like the world and people in general and all that. And sometimes in high school, 
um, you don't have the same opportunities and you don't like there's not like high school can be very like um, suffocating in a way. So like, I don't know. I think I think, you know, why not share something good if you like us and tell a friend? That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Self-promotion. Anyway, Kara, what do you recommend this week? Um, my recommendation is uh really vague, but you know, why not? Maybe this could be your like sign that you've been waiting for. My recommendation is, you know, taking after um the message uh from the end of the day and, you know, if you have feelings for someone, tell them. <laughs> That's my recommendation because, you know, why not? You know? Just why not? Why the heck like, not? The worst that could happen is that they don't feel the same way, but then you'll get closure and then you can move on and, you know, that experience could make a great piece of art or just it could be a great learning experience. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just think that, like, you know, this it, it, this is the time to do it, folks. Yeah, and that doesn't even necessarily, like, be just relationship-wise. Like, yeah. if you haven't told your mom you love them, go yeah. tell your mom you love them. Like, make your family and friends feel appreciated and, like, be like, you know what? You mean a lot to me. Like, I need you in my life, mom. Thank you. Thank you for being a good mom. Yeah. Literally Mom's to my mom needed. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, also to friends. Like, you know, I feel like as friends, like, sometimes they don't, you know, we don't say, like, we love them enough. Um, just, you know, throw them a compliment, you know. Make them feel appreciated. Yeah. Friendship is important. Because so while true. relationships might come and go, family and friends a lot of times stay. So true. So, good advice. We're getting deep here. <laughs> Um, so let's move on to Tweet of the Week. Um, mine comes from Harry. As people may or may not know, yesterday was, or yesterday, today being Wednesday, um, was International Women's Day. Uh, and I was so thrilled to see so much happening all over social media about this and people talking out and posting their stories and tweeting with the hashtag and just a lot of cool stuff. And Harry did not let us down. He also tweeted out, Happy International Women's Day. I hope it was a wonderful one. H. Um, And it just goes to show you, like, he knows what's up. He knows what's (laughs) up in the world. And while he, like, stays off Twitter and only comes on to talk about yellow grass, like, he decided (laughs) to come on to talk about gender equality, which is important. So thank you, Harry, for doing that. Yeah, that made my day to get that tweet to my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. My tweet of the week is in the same vein, and it's actually from um, our Twitter, which is at talk underscore direction, but it's not my own tweet, don't worry. It was, it was Caitlin, so I'm not making my own tweet oh. the tweet of the week. <laughs> um, and it this says, um, happy International Women's Day. Let's continue to talk about our experiences in order to learn, grow, and move towards gender equality. And I just thought that was great. So, yeah. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, all right. Question of the day. Question of the week. Um, I don't have one. Kara, do you have one? <laughs> um, how does end of the day make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> All right, write in. Tell us how you feel about end of the day. Is it or happy like, and where's positive? your like, favorite place you've ever listened to it or something? That'd be Ooh, fun. Ooh, that's a good one. Do you have like a story, like my New York City story? Yeah. Anything. Write us in. Let us know. We want to hear from you. Have you told someone that you loved them recently? Oh, that's a good one. Or tell them you love them and tell us what happens. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Please do, actually. 
Oh, all right. We're waiting for those responses, people. Yes. Um, or just send us some general feedback or your opinions or your love to us because we love hearing it, you know. <laughs> We're not afraid to say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> But thank you guys for listening to episode 38 of Talk Direction. Make sure to go follow us on all of our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Visit our website, talkdirection.tumblr.com. Check out our Instagram, talkdirection, or follow us individually on Twitter. Or you know what? On, on Instagram as well, because I've decided that I want to start posting more Instagram photos and like just doing it. So I posted a picture of cabbage the other day, and I just posted a picture of my dog. I didn't see your and... cabbage. I mean, I'm gonna <laughs> you have go to check go it check it out. it out. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, I was just like, you know what? I don't post photos at all, pretty much. So I want to do that, and it's gonna be spring break in a couple of days, and I'm gonna have two weeks off, and just probably chill out with my dogs and cats at home. So get yes. ready for a slew of cute photos. I think that's probably my favorite part of like going on spring break or, like, everyone having spring break is you get, like, a flood of, like, Snapchats of people's Literally animals. Literally me too. It's, like, so nice. You're like, ah, oh, they're home with their dogs. Although most of my friends are all out of the country, so they won't be seeing their dogs. I yeah. eat Kara and Sarah. Well, Sarah doesn't have a dog anymore. <laughs> Minnie. I know. But I, um, I had, saw a cat and I made friends with it on the street and then it followed us into our house the other I night. I saw that. Yeah, it was great. It was a great time. Me and that cat literally bonded. We, we let it out, obviously, because it was someone's cat, but <laughs> those, like, few fleeting moments, me and that ginger oh. cat had a great connection. Yeah, it was ginger. Like, yes. you guys could bond. Yeah, we were brothers in a past life. I believe it. So true. All right, so to find me on either Instagram or Twitter, um, I'm Caitlin I.R. Foster, and that's C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And actually, that's Tumblr as well. I'm Caitlin I.R. Foster everywhere. Just go follow Caitlin everywhere. Just go yes, follow her follow to the depths me of the everywhere. ocean. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and Kara, where can people find you? I'm Kara underscore pond, and Kara is with a C. <laughs> and don't forget that we have teamed up with Audible, which is a audiobook website. And if you go to the link www.audibletrial.com slash talk direction, you can get your first free audiobook, um, which is like a month free subscription, which is really awesome. So you should definitely go check that out and use talk direction as the after the thing. Um, yeah. So anyway, or you can go to iTunes, rate and review us there because we love getting rated and reviewed on iTunes and we check those reviews out. Um, mm -hmm. we're also on SoundCloud. So if iTunes is not for you or somehow Apple like messes up, go check us out on SoundCloud so you don't miss an episode. Anyway, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 39. Bye. Bye. Bye.